does it mean to surrender your sorrow? What does that word surrender even truly mean when we think about walking with the Lord and what is expected out of us? Well, stay with me. We're going to talk about that today. Hey, friend, welcome to the Shattered in a Beautiful podcast. I'm Jeannie Smith. If your heart is hurting, no matter what your circumstances are, there is only one healer. Through biblical content, I will teach you how to experience whole healing and soar into great purpose. So let's get into today's show. Grab your favorite coffee, journal, and Bible. It's time to dig in and unwrap your gift. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I am Jeannie Smith, and today we're talking about this word, surrender. And what does that word really mean? Well, I found it very interesting when I just went to our friend Google and searched that word. It says to cease resistance to an enemy or opponent and submit to authority. And so let's look at that a little bit closer. Cease resistance to an enemy. Isn't that incredible? I think that is so profound to what this word really means from a biblical and spiritual perspective. So there's a lot of things in our life that we need to surrender, right? And there could be things that are causing us harm. It could be relationships. It could be ambition. It could be dreams. It could be fears. How about our spouses or even our children? Uh, The topic of today's message is surrendering your sorrow. So it could be your sorrow. And one thing about the enemy that we know is that he wants to keep us in a place of bondage. He wants to keep us in a place that's just not healthy for us. Like God never intended for us to be in this place, right? And so he wants to keep us there. So this word surrender means to cease resistance to an enemy or opponent and submit to their authority. Now, the person that we want to submit to their authority is, of course, is Jesus. So we want to submit all of these things in our lives to Jesus. And this word surrender is a beautiful picture. It's not something that we have to fight for, which is our will and our desires and our determinations in life. Sometimes we hear that word surrender and we get confused about it. Like, what does that mean to really surrender? Does that mean I need to give up something? Well, most likely the things that you need to give up or surrender are things that are harmful to you anyways. And what we see in this beautiful surrender to our authority, which is our Lord Jesus Christ, is an exchange. And the exchange is a gift because the Lord is all about giving us gifts. Charles Stanley once said, God desires to transform our lives by the realization that his grace never ends. His grace and his mercy are gifts that never end. And this ongoing flow of his grace and his spirit and his truth that never ends is what truly transforms our lives. It's when we get into his word. It's when we get into his presence. That is what transforms us as we begin to understand more and more his unconditional love for us. Lamentations 3, 22, 23 says, The unfailing love of the Lord never ends. His mercy and compassions are new every morning. Aren't you so glad that his mercy and compassion is new every morning? I know that I am. 
And so let's talk about surrendering our sorrows. What might those sorrows be? What might those struggles be? Because when we try to hold on to those things, we just get really nowhere. We just continue to struggle. We keep trying to figure things out, leaning on to our own understanding instead of leaning on the Father's understanding. And it's a simple factor of just trust. Do we trust that God knows what's best for us? Is he nudging our heart and saying, surrender this to me? Is he calling us to fully surrender our lives? Sometimes we don't fully know what that means. What does it mean to surrender? I'm not sure. What does that mean? I mean, I've given my heart to the Lord. I've accepted him as my savior. So haven't I surrendered? Like what else is there? Well, there is more. Our bodies, our service, our hands and feet, our whole being is a surrender to the Lord when we truly love him and surrender to him and he becomes our Lord and Savior. We want to give all of us. It means to give him everything that we have. It means I give you my talents and my gifts. It means I give you my time. It means I give you my money. I, I give back to you my, my ambitions and dreams and plans. And I surrender all that to you, Lord, for your service, because we were created that we would glorify God. Our significance and our purpose is in him and him alone and that we would glorify him. So that means that in everything in our life, we just surrender it to him on a day to day basis and follow after him. That's what a true surrender means. And then there's things in our life, struggles, things that we go through on a day to day basis that we might just try to hold on to and try to figure out for ourselves, or maybe there's some form of uh, pain or internal thing going on, some sort of addiction going on, whatever it might be, that we need to surrender to the Lord. And He will put that help in place around us that we need. Because sometimes not only through prayer and you know reading the God's Word and spending time with Him in His presence, but sometimes we need earthly help as well. And He will bring that and put that all around us to help us fully surrender whatever it is that we might be walking through that we need to give to put at his feet. Friends, I can tell you, if we try to hold on to things, we are not going to get anywhere, but probably in a deeper place of darkness and sorrow, loneliness, pain, and bondage. It's only when we give it to him, when we surrender it to him, that is when that exchange takes place and he gives us back what we truly, truly need. So what is it today that the Lord is wanting you to surrender to him? Is it a fear? Is it a doubt? Is it a circumstance? Whatever it is, God knows what it is. Everyone would finish that sentence differently and uniquely, right? So I want you to write this down in your journal. Lord, today, I want to surrender blank to you. And let the Holy Spirit help you figure out what needs to go in that space and in that blank. What is it that he's calling you to surrender to him today? Is it sorrow? Is it sorrow wrapped around something that you've gone through in your life? Surrender it to him. And he's going to give you something in exchange. So if you surrender your sorrow, he, he alone is going to give you joy Let's look at some of the sacrifices and exchanges that was made for us in the book of Isaiah. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. 
He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. And here's where we begin to see the exchanges. To give freedom for the captives. So those that are in captivity, those that are in bondage, in exchange because of what he did on the cross, there's going to be freedom. And then we see release from darkness for the prisoners. So prisoners that have been held captive, they're going to receive light. They're going to be set free, released from darkness. And then we begin to see, if we go a little bit further down in verse 3, we're going to see that there's going to be a crown of beauty given to us instead of ashes. Then we see the oil of joy being given to us instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. So there's exchanges taking place here. The ultimate exchange and sacrifice was done on the cross. Christ surrendered his very life. He came into this world to surrender his life. He became the ultimate sacrifice. So we didn't have to bring sacrifices anymore as a payment for sin because he became that payment, the ultimate payment, the one and done. He became the sacrifice for all sin. And it was an exchange that we got to have a gift that gives us now eternal life. So what does he do for us today? In exchange for our sin, our suffering, our sorrow, forgiveness, all those things, he paid a price that would now give us the things that we need, that mercy and grace and love and forgiveness, that wisdom, that knowledge, that understanding, the spirit of truth. All those things are given to us in exchange for what he accomplished on the cross. And so see, his ultimate surrender now becomes our surrender, that we can now give him something back. In exchange, he continues to give us gifts. So why would we not want to surrender the things that are holding us down in bondage? Why would we not want to give him these things? Why would we not want to surrender our sorrow and our pains and our sufferings to him so that he can give us instead, like Isaiah 61, instead, he's going to give us something instead of those things. If it's fear, he's going to give us a heart to believe. If it's unbelief, he's going to give us a heart to believe. But we have to be willing to surrender. If it's sorrow, he's going to give us a heart of joy. If it's turmoil and chaos, anxiety, he's going to give us a heart and mind of peace in exchange once we surrender these things to him. Now, I want to talk about things maybe that we've been struggling with for a really long time and things that maybe we just keep holding on to. Why? I don't know, but we do. We do. We hold on to these things for way too long. But you know, God is a God of perfect time and he knows the season and the time when to come to you, when to speak to you. He knows when you're willing to listen to him. And he is calling you to come out of a dry and barren land. He's calling you to rise up. He's calling your dead bones to live. Sometimes we can get stuck in a rut. Sometimes we can actually be comfortable in our pain and in our sorrow. It begins to feel like a comfortable place and it becomes more uncomfortable to think about what it might be like for us out of that place. But it's interesting that in the book of Deuteronomy, the Lord speaks to the Israelites and they had been traveling by the wayside in the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea for quite some time and they were traveling around the countryside and they had been doing this for many days. 
kind of going around the same location, the same area. And then the Lord says to them, now this is in Deuteronomy 2, verse 2, and the Lord says, you've been traveling around this hill, this mountain, long enough. Turn north. And I think in that one simple line and verse, there's a lot that we can take from that. Because let's apply it to our life today. What have you been traveling around? What mountain in your life, what is that thing, that mountain that you can speak to in the mighty name of Jesus and tell it to move? Matthew 17, 20 says, Truly I tell you, this is Jesus speaking, Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here and it will move. So, now, in Deuteronomy 2, 2, the Lord says, you've been traveling around this mountain long enough, turn north. So what is that mountain in your life? What is that thing that you've been traveling around and around and around and around long enough? It's time to surrender it. It's time to turn north. Now, this is important, and I want to end on this point of this message from my heart to yours. When we are still living here on this earth, we were created for eternity, by the way, but while we're still here on this earth, our destination is heaven. Our destination is home. That means we must always be moving upward. And when we stop moving upward, when we stop drawing from the well, the living water, when we stop looking to Jesus and we rely on our own understanding, we get consumed and swallowed up by this world. And that is when we begin to die when we listen to other voices apart from the one true king, that is when we begin to die. He is the one alone that heals us, renews our strength. He gives us what we need. He sustains us and helps us to begin to press on and on and on towards that upward prize. He is our anchor. He is our sanctuary. There's an inner sanctuary in our heart and soul where Jesus lives. And it is from him that we must draw from. Anything else just simply will not do. Well, in this passage in Deuteronomy, it's very important to understand that the Israelites, this was coming towards the end of the 40 years that they had been in the wilderness. And they had been traveling. They had been there for a long time. And there was a lot of things that happened during that time in the 40 years. And we see that they're here and they're wondering. And this passage shows us that they're kind of circling around this same region, just circling around it and around it. And the meaning is not very, very super clear, but we do see that they have been there a while and they're circling around the same area. And they're in constant motion. And this is important for us to understand. They were in constant motion, but yet they were making no progress. They were not getting any closer to the promised land. Now, let's just hold that thought for a second because how many of us are continuing to move and do things and do things all the time? Every day, we're just constantly moving and going and doing and becoming distracted and becoming busy but yet we're getting nowhere. We're getting nowhere. So we're still wandering around in the wilderness. We're still dealing with our hardships and our sufferings and our pain and our weariness and our sorrows. And we have to come to a place in time when we just have to say enough is enough and we're going to surrender it and we're going to turn north. And that's what's being said here. You've circled this mountain long enough. Now turn northward. And there's a tendency in our everyday life to keep doing what is comfortable, to keep doing the same old thing, to just settle down into what we see as normal. 
But God is a God that's constantly moving and changing. And he's seeking us, calling us higher and higher. He's calling us to our promised land. And we have to allow ourselves to break free from these habits, these habits that are just not good for us. We have to surrender them. We have to break away from them. And we have to make a sharp turn north. To turn north is to turn towards new and greater things. The good things in life, the spiritual things in life, the abundant life. That's what Christ is calling you to do, your Heavenly Father. To turn north. So friends, I want to ask you today as I close, what is it that you need to surrender? Surrender your sorrows, your struggles, your troubles, your pains, your grief. Surrender your questions, your angers, your fears, your unbelief. Surrender addictions. Surrender whatever it may be. Surrender your loneliness, spirit of abandonment, spirit of rejection, whatever it might be. Surrender it today and turn north. Turn towards the abundant life that Jesus wants to give you. Friends, I love you bunches. I hope you have a wonderful week. And remember to always live life abundantly. If you like Mommy's show, leave a review. Hey, before you go, if this podcast has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to leave a review and subscribe to the Shattered in the Beautiful show. Next, hop on over to the Shattered in the Beautiful private Facebook group where you will find a network of friends with daily inspiration. You can reach me at JeannieScottSmith.com. And lastly, please share the episode or review in your social and tag me at Smith Evangelistic Ministries. I cannot wait to meet with you again. Stay tuned for more life-giving podcasts coming your way. Music